Wednesday, Lech Lecha, Shir 163. We are talking about the power of smell. So how does smell work? It's fascinating. Smell works like this. There's little, little tiny pieces in the ear. The ear is full of little pieces. Actually, for those that are learning Nadarim, <coughs> the Gemara Nadarim says that the little dust in the ear brings refuah. So the ear is full of little particles. Now it gets a little tricky, like we'll see, because some of the particles are good and some of the particles are not good. But the Rabbani Shalom created the nose in a way that it's able to use the particles that are useful and not use the particles that are not useful. Like we'll see how it does it, but it's an amazing, an amazing thing. So basically there are tiny, tiny particles, which are so small that you can't see it yourself. You know, it's very, very, very tiny. And they're detected by these little cells in your nose that detect the particles, and then they that those cells send signals to your brain, and that's how you identify them as smells. So basically, a smell is tiny, tiny particles floating in the air that your nose picks up, and these smells trigger emotions. The part in your brain that controls emotion is directly connected to the part in your brain that has smell, and therefore, smells very, very can 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 invoke emotions more than other senses and the reason for that is because the point part of the point of smell is for danger because it smells fire smells something that's dangerous or even if you smell food Victor Miller says the reason why your nose is longer is because when you're eating food you should be able to smell if it's boiled or not so you have to have an you have to have a response to the smell so it's connected your your brain has an emotional response to the smell that you smell so basically what you're smelling really is Tiny little particles, something that has no smell, gives off no particles. And that's why it doesn't smell. And, some, and, and things that are thicker smells, hot bread, you know, things that have much deeper smell than there's bad smells also. But they, there's something that's an interesting thing in halacha. If you smell something, it smells bad. You know, I'll make a bracha there. You know, I'll make a bracha within the smell of, let's say, a dirty diaper. Now, normally you wouldn't understand what's wrong with the smell. And now we understand that basically a smell means that this thing is giving off particles, which is really amazing if you think about it. I mean, these things can give off endless particles, basically. It could sit in one spot and it could constantly produce these things that it's producing, and that's why you have the smell. So you can't say a bracha in this place. There's a little bit of that stuff is in the air, and you're not allowed to say a bracha there. Now it gives you a whole new understanding of when you're smelling something. You're really When you smell something, you're really internalizing the thing that you're smelling. So Mela, it, it's a little piece of it, and you're, and you're, so therefore you shouldn't make a bracha when something smells bad. You have 12 million receptor cells in your nose, and you could detect 10,000 different kinds of smells. That's also interesting, because if you think about it, like, you know what, you know, fruit punch, and, you know, go through the list, all different things, you know exactly what it is by smelling it. So it means apparently your, your nose has an ability to detect even small, minute differences between the smells, and that's the ability that Banishlam gave to the nose to very uh, successfully differentiate between different smells.